Welcome into the official. Last week, we turned back the clock a bit and looked at new freshmen from the 2022 class who have hit campus and what they are up to. This week, we're turning forward the clock. We're going to take a sneak peek into the 2024 class. That is players who are entering their junior season. But things really ramp up for these guys. A lot of the elite 2024 players will be committing uh, possibly in the fall, but certainly by next summer. So, you know, they're going to play one more season of football, then they're going to be committing, and then they're going to be old news. So it, it, it changes in the blink of an eye. We're going to give you names right now to start checking off your lists for that next 2024 class. This is the official. everybody gentlemen welcome to the official good to see you guys ready to look at some 2024 guys you know it yeah so some deep. people might say yeah some people might say this is this is sicko level stuff i mean we are we are evaluating players based on their sophomore tape some of them just played their first junior game but in the world of recruiting you know, major programs are already putting offers out for these guys. You know, they are evaluating these players. I talked to the Pitt quarterbacks coach on a previous episode, and he's like, you can tell certain aspects. I mean, even as freshmen, certainly as sophomores. And so in the evaluation game and the recruiting game, this is really not too early to be looking at these guys. David, we were talking offset about have you ever watched, you know, sophomore highlights before or sophomore tape? And we were both kind of like, do we need to, you know, change the grading curve a little bit? What do you guys think when we're looking at these younger players? Yeah, I think maybe our expectations should be, well, shouldn't be nearly as high as like maybe junior or senior tape. They're obviously developing, certainly physically. Um, a lot of these guys will, will, you know, gain a lot of weight from their sophomore years. Um, but I definitely, yeah, like he's saying, I, I think that you can kind of uh, see a hint of what player they can become. And, and, and some guys will be polished, some guys won't, but I think uh, the talent definitely will flash, you know, even as sophomores. Matt, what was your experience diving into to guys two years away from, you know, college level? I don't think it's all that different from looking at, like, juniors, uh, senior tape in general. Obviously, they're going to be a lot less refined in their game. But um, I, I was talking to, you know, our one of our C2C subscribers and, you know, frequent Discord users, Todd. And uh, he he put it simply like this: scouting for high school is like um, thinking about what guys can do when you're scouting for an NFL draft and things. That you're looking at what guys have done because there's already going to be so much growth. We we gotta be looking at you know what these guys can be one day, and not necessarily pigeonhole them to what they are right now. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. And so for a long time, scouting, you know, for, for dynasty leagues, looking at incoming rookies and stuff, you're right. You're really looking at their their production, their resume up to that point, and kind of making a decision. But I agree, the further down the line you go, I think you can be much more projectable, and that's appropriate. I think when you're projecting, you know, a fifth-year senior who just had a, his first good season in college and now he's a rookie, 
and you're like, well, no, he's got room to grow. I'm, I'm not sure that's the case. But when you're looking at a sophomore in high school, I think it's okay to say, like David said, hey, they flashed X, Y, and Z. I think they can build on that, and this is the type of player they can become. So before we get started into some names, like and subscribe this video if you enjoy what you're hearing. Uh, turn on notifications so you don't miss new episodes. And then, of course, visit our parent website, campustacanta.com. We are doing a lot of recruiting work, obviously, with this show and also some articles like the Freak List that came out, which I think is our website's most viewed article. Totally awesome. They went through and, and labeled all the athletic freaks in the 2023 class. Yeah. Or, yeah, three class. Okay, so we might have to start getting work. These are some of the guys who will probably be on that list in 2024. Uh, but also tons of tools, other articles, everything from recruiting the 2024 class like we're talking about tonight all the way through even into NFL content. So really everything you want from a fantasy or betting perspective, come to campus2canta.com. Now, we're going to talk – let's just talk QBs first. That It's a logical place to start. And I think in the 2024 class, looks like – I'm looking at our show sheet here. We all entered the first two names in the same order. So I think we've, we've got an early consensus here on uh, – I believe it's Dylan Riola, son of Dominic Riola, an NFL caliber, maybe even a Pro Bowl offensive lineman. And then we've got Derek or DJ. I think he's going by Derek now, Derek Lagway out of Texas. So I want to throw it to y'all, maybe take one each. But uh, David, what do you see in Riola? He is the consensus number one player, so we're not going out on a limb here. But what do you see that makes you excited? I mean, Rail looks like he could already play college football. Like at this point, he's he's a big guy. I think he what is he like six three, two fifteen already. He's huge. Uh, he's got a, a strong arm, tons of arm talent. He would be like if he was in this twenty twenty three. Just did our grading for twenty twenty three quarterbacks. He would be in the tier one for me for if he was in this class. Like he's an absolute stud. I you know I've only seen highlights at this point, but I haven't watched full games. But from what I've seen. Um, arm talent's pretty crazy. Some people are throwing out the Pat Mahomes comp. I mean, I, I can see it, honestly. Like, his arm his arm kind of reminds me of Stafford a little bit, too. Uh, I think he's going to be legit. Yeah, I got to echo all of that. And uh, I think I, might, I graded him, too, with the same scale we're using for the 2023 guys. And uh, one of our categories is, like, aggressive or bold decision-making, basically, just kind of subjective. I gave him a five out of five. I mean, he, he does, uh, he, he just, it's he just, he's literally firing missiles. I mean, he is firing missiles. This is a, what, 15, 16 year old sophomore. And it is just bombs away. Very impressive dude. And like you said, it's already like pushing 220 pounds. Uh, hope he doesn't grow out of the quarterback position, but um, yeah, very impressive dude. Matt, you agree Lagway is second, and I do think they're in their own tier. I mean, so far for me, I've looked at probably uh, 10 quarterbacks in total. Um, so haven't gone super far down the list, but I doubt any of the guys further down are going are gonna to creep into these top two that seem to be a tier of their own. So what makes Lagway easily in that top two? Yeah, there's no way what creeps into that top, top two. I, I would take Lagway and uh, Rail over any. QB in the 2023 class. But Lagway specifically. Uh, Whoa! I, I, I said that on Twitter last week, but yeah. Um, okay, I, so I, Lagway over Malachi Nelson, Lagway over Dante Moore, Lagway mm -hmm. over the golden child Arch Manning. Yeah. 
Wow. All right. What you got to give us some more? Yeah. Let, what, so what's, obviously, uh, obviously, we know Rayola. You know, obviously, the physical arm talent. Um, Lagway, he's just you know way. He's just such the physical prototype. He's not as tall as like a lot of guys like the Cams and <clears throat> and the Anthony Richardsons that you'll see where you know like they're six four, two fifty. He's getting there though, six two, two twenty five. Very fast. He's very good with the ball in his hands. You see, he has a really nice spin move on his highlight tape. At his size, he just moves so fluidly and functionally. But then on top of it, he has a really good arm. Not quite real as strength, but still very good on his own. He can throw multiple arm slots. See him making crazy. Just you know, I think I saw one no look throw in there. Is yep, he has one. I put it on Twitter. So, yeah, he's it, like rolling out and evades a tackle. Is that the one where the camera is right behind him? Uh huh. And as yeah. he's like gathering himself, some guy's coming across and he just like goes mm-hmm. sidearm and like doesn't even look. So, yeah, it's just the there's there's just the high end traits are there more rail and flagway, and that's really why I would you know invest more there. Yeah, Lagway's got a number. He's got the one we were just talking about. He's got another one where he's kind of rolling out opposite arm side. So rolling out left, he's right-handed. And he kind of just like – people were freaking out the other day because Malik Willis in a preseason game did like this sidearm throw. And Lagway does that. And it's just a a laser. I mean, it's you can tell the velocity on that ball. Um, And it's just like a a little like shortstop turning two kind of flick. And just rifles it in there. I mean, you know, he's doing this at, at a sophomore. Like, you know, we were talking about you have to kind of grade on a curve. But then when you see plays where you're like, that would have been good for anybody at any age. And they did it as a sophomore. It's like, oof. Yeah, Lagway is very impressive to me. I agree. Both of those guys, top two, tier of their own for the 2024 class. Um, I do think I put Raiola a little bit ahead just because, like, he's got some fives that I, I feel like are a little unmatched just with the arm talent. But Lagway is awesome, and I love the dual threat nature. So um, I will bring up one guy, and we got, you know, one minute each, I think, to bring up a third guy who you like in the class. And I'm going to say, obviously, I'm going to go with my guy, Walt, uh, Walker White, out of Arkansas. Uh, he's kind of a friend of the program. He's been on the show, and uh, sneak peek, we may have him a lot more in the 2024. Uh, three or two, 2022 high school season. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah, Walker White, definitely one of these dual threat guys. First game of the season this year, he already ripped off like a 40 yard, uh, you know, um, read option where he just kept it and just blazes past everyone. He's another really big quarterback. There's some big dudes in this class. He's like 6'3, 220 already. Really crisp, clean throwing motion. He's almost too perfect and i only say that because like he's got just that perfect like l shape with his arm over the top a great mechanics but it looks like i mean i wonder can he do that improvisation can he do that sidearm when he needs it that we all love to see now that raiola and lagway seem to do so easily but other than that i mean walker white dual threat big arm big kid uh very exciting prospect i think he could refine his game a little bit more but, um, you know, in terms of, like, reading the field uh, and making some next-level decisions, I mean, he doesn't make bad ones, but he kind of takes the first read a lot. But um, really excited about Walker White. Matt, you've got a guy in here named Jaden Davis. Tell us about him. Yeah, he's out of North Carolina. I believe he's QB hitless, actually, his quarterback, their quarterback one. Um, he's, I really like his game. He's more of the pocket guy. 
He doesn't have quite the arm of Rayola or Lagway. He's just very good. He's very smooth. He works well around the pocket. He steps up. Uh, he, he's pretty aggressive with the deep ball. Uh, you know, like I said, very, pretty good arm. Uh, it's you know, I would compare like maybe a little bit more than Dante Moore, but he's just you know very consistent, very accurate. He's kind of mobile. He can run a little bit, but you know nothing crazy. All right, David Kamari McClellan, you have him listed. What do you think? I think uh, some of our followers on Twitter. I've seen his name, I think, mentioned. Uh, what do you like about him? Yeah, I tweeted a lot of him recently because I watched the game he played against uh, the quarterback headed to Clemson, uh, Chris Vizina. And I oh, thought yeah. he, I thought he uh, outplayed him. He, he's like kind of the uh, Connor Harrell of this class for me, where he's, he's actually pretty lowly ranked. I think he's like QB 30-ish or something like that. Um, he plays in Alabama for just like Connor on a very good team, Clay Chalkville. He's taking over for Caleb Johnson, the uh, freshman at Louisville. Um, I just he's, he looks really solid to me, like pretty athletic movements, um, a good arm, good accuracy. He can do stuff out of the pocket, a little pretty twitched up. To, I thought he was twitched up. And he that was my first full viewing. I watched a full game of him and I came away impressed. A lot of times I watch full games of these guys and I'm just like, ugh, I don't know but he looks good to me. Yeah, uh, there. Yeah, you bring up a good point with the full game, and I would suggest anybody, you can find these games of these various high schools on, on YouTube pretty easily. If you really like a guy, you know, and you want more information than we give you on the show, watch one full game. I have to say what David said is right. A lot of times you will temper your, your feelings on a player, and I think that's good. I mean, the highlights make everybody look so awesome. You need to take the context of like how do they operate in a full scenario. So I agree there, uh, but that's exciting. And maybe he will. I mean, we love Connor Harrell here, so maybe we got another one coming out of the state of Alabama. Running backs. Okay, this is like the holy grail of fantasy, right? You get your running back stud, and you are your team is looking really, really good. Um, kind of consensus number one is Jarek Gibson. He is from Georgia was actually committed to my Gators as a freshman, I believe, uh, but decommitted, coaching change, yada, yada, yada. I'm hoping we can maybe still get him because he looks really, really good to me. I think no question he's, he's pretty uh, safely the RB1 in the class or at least in the tier. Matt, talk to me about Jared Gibson. You've got him listed here as one of your first guys. Yeah, I just think he has a really well-rounded game. He's a good athlete. You know, he can catch the ball a little bit. He's good laterally. So there, there isn't too many gripes. There. He's a little tiny, you know, 190. That's fine. He can get bigger. Um, I, I really – I was surprised. I was just hoping to see more guys I loved in this running back class. No, we're really at me. I was kind yeah. of disappointed. I didn't find anyone – like I, I would put Gibson one now, but I didn't find anybody that I think like my guy, you know. David and I were just saying that before you came on that, like, I mean, I went through the top 10 and I, I don't even think I have two guys in the top 10 that I even wanted to talk about at all. Like it, it's looking like not the greatest class, but maybe they'll develop. Um, David or yeah. So I, I agree on Gibson. I think he's got room to grow. He looks very uh, I really like his footwork. I like he, he actually kind of is always in like a squatting position almost like he's always ready to kind of make a move he's got good movements kind of he's not Jalen Waddle but I'm 
I just in the way that he like he, his movements seemed very decisive, and that was one thing I always liked about Waddle was like, and Tyreek Hill for that matter, these guys that move at speed with conviction and, uh, you know, they can change directions really quickly. That kind of seems like Gibson to me, um, not quite as top end speed as those guys, but I really did like Gibson, David, Stacy Gage, big and fast. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. big. so yeah i mean i had an issue i had trouble finding guys i loved i kind of reluctantly put stacy gage on here um he's yeah he's got size he's got contact balance he's got some pretty good jump cuts but um kind of wish he was faster um i didn't see a whole lot of receiving I, I didn't really look up his stats or anything but i didn't see a whole lot of receiving in there um I don't know. He's at IMG, I think, still. And so you theoretically... I think he just he, moved to... He just transferred? Yeah. Okay, he yeah, transferred. Gibson went to IMG, and I wonder if that made Stacey Gage go out with... Oh, so time. he got kicked out for not being that's good potentially enough. potentially a bad uh, sign. So, all right, that's not a great sign, but he's on my list because he's well-known and he's in the top 10, and there's some things to <laughs> like, but uh, I'm not excited about him. All right, Matt, give us uh, – you were you were hyping up Lamar Radcliffe in the chat today, and I, I definitely took notice of him. He didn't make my top three I wanted to mention, but he's a beast. Yeah, it's hard not to, for him to immediately catch your eye or turn on the tape because he just looks so mad. Like, he's listed at 6'2", 225, which I is feel big, like he's but he looks yeah. even bigger. <laughs> and when you go onto the huddle, it says RB slash defensive tackle. So – yeah, that's just something you'd love to see. Um, he had pretty good production last year. He had over 2,000 yards, 23 rushing touchdowns as a sophomore. That's really good. I didn't happen to catch, you know, what level of competition that is. But either way, we'll take it. Um, there really isn't that much more to his game. He's just really, really big, and he plows over people. He can move decently laterally, which I was surprised to see, but I'm not sure he's – you know, clocking over 20 miles per hour or anything. Yeah. He is, he's an impressive dude though. Um, I'll throw a name out there. Alfred, do well, you want to, do you want to pause for a second? Your camera's all fucked up. I know. I know. I don't know what to... Okay. I'm sorry. I, I figured we could just cut this. I, I've. We can cut it, but I may just have to be, I may just have to be blurry. I wasn't sure if you saw it. I no, I'm sorry. Um, sorry, everybody. You can't see my face on, on YouTube. Maybe if I, can we re? <laughs> I don't know. All right. We're, that we're, that oh, actually we're worked. We're yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to keep all that in. We're not even going to cut it. Um, one guy, Tavani Mazel, I think this is not a, a name that you probably haven't heard of before. He, he's a he's a freak. He's definitely going to make your freak list in 2024, I think. Going to Georgia already. Um, but he looks great. He looks like one of these well-rounded guys. There's a chance he winds up my RB1 because um, – you know, receiving, lining up outside, split wide slot. He can do everything. I mean, just your modern running back that can just be a, a d total weapon everywhere. And then one other name I wanted to go, which is a little bit further down the list, but I mean, from what I saw last night, he is going to be in in near the top, if you know, not necessarily the number one guy, but Trayvon Dunbar uh looks really good to me he's about 190 pounds so we would like to see him get up near 200 at least by the time he is you know he's got two years to gain that weight but just one of these fluid movers and uh like david mentioned 
You're looking, you're talking about Radcliffe. I see another name you got on there. He's like a 220 pound guy. We've got Gage. These are all big, big dudes and they don't move that well. But Dunbar is slick. He makes good cuts. Uh, just looks like a very good running back an average near 10 yards per carry last season. So I really like that name a little bit further down the list, but keep an eye on Trayvon Dunbar. Um, one minute each. David, give me Quentin, Quentin Martin. Why do you make your list? Uh, he made my list because I left the running backs in a pure panic, and I went straight to the athlete page. <laughs> and I, I, this guy was near the top of the list, and his first four highlights are kickoff returns for touchdowns. So I'm like, all right, this guy's got some top-end speed. He's like six. He's listed at six one and a half, one eighty five. He has like a wide receiver's body. And I'm just hoping that he he starts to fill out soon and he gets to like two hundred. Um, but he's got some good receiving ability. Um, little Raw is a running back, and I, you know, I don't exactly know where he's going to play, but he could definitely st- stick there, maybe like a Rashad White type of player. But, uh, yeah, he looked interesting to me. Cool. Matt, I know Jamarian Burnett. I took a look at him last night. He's he's pushing 220. He's another one of these big dudes. What did you think? Yeah, he's listed at 6'1", 210. And uh, I, I really liked his footwork and his vision. That was the two main things that got me. I think he's a smooth athlete. I don't think he's going to test, you know, amazing or anything, but probably 20-plus still. And uh, that was really the big selling point for me was the vision, the footwork around the line. I think he does pretty well through contact, too. He does okay laterally, but, you know, not not great. All right. Sounds good. I will throw one more name out there. Uh, Chauncey or Sean Bowens. I've, I've seen his name in two different ways, Chauncey or Sean Bowens. Big guy, over 210, I believe, and uh, just seemed to move really smooth for a guy at size. His stats were not great as a sophomore, so hopefully he can build on that. Um, but uh, a, a good mover at over 210 really stood out to me. Uh, that's Bowens. All right, wide receivers, I'm going to let you guys drive. Um, Matt and David, you guys both put Micah Hudson as the first name. I don't know if that means he's your wide receiver one at the moment. But I thought it was interesting you both put that same name first. Matt, is he a big wide receiver? No, he uh, actually isn't. He is. Oh, well, he is one of my guys, but he's not yeah. a big wide receiver. You're a little low on the guy. Um, yeah, he's 6'190, uh, and he's got a super well rounded game. He's he's really physical. He goes up after the ball, he tacks the ball in the air. He's really good after the catch, and they even line him up just at running back sometimes. Uh, and he's pretty refined for you know just a sophomore in high school, and I, I, I if he was in this recruiting class, he would be tier one for me for sure. He's going to be tier two for me, tier one for me next year. He's really, really good, and uh, I think he's kind of can't miss. So, okay, Micah Hudson, David, I guess you agree. Yeah, he put me on. Uh, Matt put me, put this guy on my radar. He's he's definitely well rounded, and he's got really good lateral lateral movements and that highlight you put on Twitter was pretty sick. Like he fakes out two guys like pretty easily, just like kind of like a, I don't know, like a weird little hop step type thing. I like him quite a bit. Um, he's going to be tier one for me as well. It looks like. All right. Then we got uh, Debron Gatling, Matt. I don't even see him. He, I don't know if he's down the list or whatever, but you found a guy pretty low that you really like, huh? Oh, well he's uh QB hit list wide receiver one actually, um, but he's got you know he's got Georgia Alabama offers. I think it's looking like he's going to commit to Georgia right now. But he's 6'2", 175. I got him at twenty one point six miles per hour. He's a super fluid athlete. 
He's kind of that outside, fast, deep guy. He kind of reminds me of a little bit of Butte, a little bit. I don't want to, you know, be too extreme, but that that's kind of what I see out of him, that long, outside, uh, fast, kind of deep threat. Awesome. David, Joshia, no, Joshisa Trader. I don't even see him listed on the 20, 24-7. He's oh, he's an athlete. All right, why is he going to be a good wide receiver? Uh, he has a really good all-around game. He's, he's, he's like crazy polished already for a sophomore. I couldn't believe it when I was watching him. Like he's running every route. He's stacking DBs. He's winning at the catch point. He's got pretty good yak. Um, he's playing in the slot. He's playing outside. Like he's kind of just doing everything. He's six one one seventy five, decent size, uh, very fluid mover. He's, I don't know. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, Heartline's already after him at Ohio State, so I mean, that's kind of like the the seal of approval there out of Miami. So I'm sure he'll go there, and another great Florida player leaving the state, unfortunately. Um, Jamari Cauley, talk to us. Yeah, he's uh, he's really well built at his age. I believe he's he's six one two ten, so really almost a running back build, and he he's very explosive athlete. Makes a lot of big plays. He's a deep threat. He's very good after the catch. So he's definitely more of uh, the high-ceiling guy in this class that I've seen so far that could really develop into something. All right. And, David, Mike Matthews? Yeah, he came on my radar radar for being, like, a top performer at the um, overtime 7v7 in Las Vegas. Um, he's just super fluid. He's got that size I kind of like, like the 6 to six foot one, like 180. He'll probably get to 190. Uh, he can play slot or outside. Very versatile, very fluid. Um, he, it, there's a possibility he will play DB, but uh, I think he's a better receiver. So I don't know, like his upside. All right. Well, we are shooting for upside. Uh, Matt, I want to give you one moment to talk about Ryan Wingo. You have him listed. You know, he's a little bit further down the list, even though he's currently the wide receiver one on 24 7. So. Uh, in terms of maybe not gushing over him, what pushed him down a little bit relative to some of these other guys? Yeah, I just think I like the other guys' overall games a little bit more. Ryan Wingo's a fantastic athlete. You know, this uh, this spring he ran a 10 100 meter and a 21 six, uh, yeah, 21 six, four, 200 meter. So those are very high end numbers, especially as size. He's 6'2", 198. That's just a very good combination of size and athleticism and um, you know, he's got a good game. I think he definitely has some work to do, you know, get more refined, maybe get a little better after the catch. I think he's pretty good there already, though. Cool. All right. Wrapping up here, we've got a couple of commitments worth mentioning. Now, I will say, I, Aiden Williams uh, going to Ole Miss. We've talked about him before, so I think none of us were too overwhelmed with his uh, – on you know on tape ability any any changes there we feel about the same and now, now he's going to Ole Miss. Yeah, uh, about the same. I uh, I just don't think he's a really a big time player. I don't think he does much out of college. Kind of, I kind of feel that way. Uh, I think it was either last week or the week before. Uh, yeah, we talked about Aiden Williams, and then Kai Preen going to LSU. Now he's listed as an athlete, but I always want to check these guys. And, and Matt, you mentioned he should play wide receiver for LSU, but. Again, you, you told me you kind of didn't have a lot to say about him. Yeah, I, I've been asked about him a few times on Twitter here and there. I just He's just not that 
a guy that you know really intrigues me. He's good after the catch, but he's kind of an average athlete. Okay, David, any last words on the twenty twenty four guy you saw, or anything else that you want to throw in there? No, I'm I'm excited to get into it more and you know find some gems, but. Yeah, I will say even just kind of pulling back the cover a little bit yesterday on that 2024 class got me really excited. Uh, it's it's just there's nothing like really digging into a class for the first time and being like, oh, yeah, th this is exciting. And I agree. Going back to what we talked about in the very beginning, you know, you can tell. I mean, you can tell. Like we were talking already about these guys. You know, Matt's got a receiver he knows is already going to be in Tier 1 and would have put him in Tier 1 of 2023. We're already talking about these quarterbacks. We're pretty sure we know what they are already, um, you know, to the extent that we can. But it's really not too early. I think I came away from this saying, like, it is not too early to already start thinking about that class uh, and where it's going to be and how valuable, you know, picks out of that class will be, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, bring it back to the fantasy angle. If you're playing in C2C leagues, you know, this is going to be the 2024 freshman picks. So start thinking about that. First two picks, maybe quarterbacks here, and, um, you know, could be very valuable. Those guys look really good. So thanks a lot for all your hard work, gentlemen. It was fun. We, uh, we'll we see what we do next week. Uh, not totally sure just yet, but we will find out. And uh, this has been a sneak peek in the 2024 class on The Official.